Well, hello and welcome to another episode of In the Growth Space. I'm David McGlennon, and I'm really grateful that you've decided to uh, join me here today. You know, um, I've often said that sometimes podcasting feels like just a one-sided conversation. Um, and, And in the work that I do, I generally am asking questions and then listening. So as a coach, I'm, I'm listening an awful lot. So um, when I'm doing the podcast, it, it often feels so much like just a one-way conversation and I don't get to listen. However, um, I did get a chance recently to uh, talk with one of our listeners and it was really uh, gratifying uh, to be able to, to connect and to allow them to share the, the impact that the podcast has had on them. And Honestly, it just brings me a lot of fulfillment and a lot of joy uh, as I as I heard that that impact. And it was just last week that um, I had that opportunity to talk with one of our listeners. And I have to say it was so meaningful because um, just some of the things that he was sharing with me honestly just blew me away. I, I, I you know, because I don't hear things back. Um, I was just really um, enthralled with some of the quotes that he's captured, some of the key concepts that he's captured, um, some of the things that were really meaningful to him along his life and, and his leadership growth journey. And uh, that just really energized me. And it really uh, kind of re-energized what we're doing here and, and the, the, the impact that the podcast is having. So um, I'm really grateful for that. And, and it had actually um, made me think and um, I, it, it made me think about just asking this on uh, the podcast. If you have an episode, if there's an episode that has really stood out to you, it's really spoken to you, uh, maybe there was a, a conversation with a guest. Maybe it was a solo episode, whatever it might be. If if it gave you some insight and if it's helped you in some way, if if it's, it's if it's helped your growth journey, if it's helped uh, maybe bring some cohesiveness to your team or helped you in your in your organization in your business in some way, would you just share that? Would you share that either with me by sending it to David at davidmcglennon.com or more preferably, uh, or in addition to, I guess, um, give a review. So just go to your podcast app and and click the, the, the five-star rating and give a, a short review. Maybe just mention, you know, whatever episode it was that was really meaningful for you. Um, it would really be... Uh, really be helpful for us, not only just to see what is impactful, but it also helps, gives us some direction on, you know, what those conversations are that are really meaningful to, to our listeners. And, um, so the other thing is if you do do a a review, um, if you would just take a screenshot of that, you can, you can send it to, to us or, or even post it on your social media and, and tag us. Uh, Our Instagram is at, in the growth space, we'll put the link in the, <laughs> in the in the show notes. So, uh, but anyway, it would really mean the world to me if you were would just give a quick review, take a snapshot. We want to be able to really uh, expand our our reach and our impact in in 2024. Um, and if you are one of the first 15 to send us that or tag us on on uh, social media. Um, we've got a special gift for you. So um, just do that and and tag us and uh, we'll, we'll get a, a special uh, gift in the mail to you. 
So as I was thinking about this episode and this time of year, um, just around the holidays and, 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 and even just after talking with uh, one of our listeners uh, last week, it honestly just made me think of something that has really been hitting me a lot lately, especially as I have facilitated not only our summit, but facilitated um, some, some team growth and some team cohesion um, workshops. And it, it really hit me that there's one thing um, that, that is unique about us as humans and, and it's, it's that there are certain things that tie us all together. There are certain things that are common to all of us humans and, and all of the people around the world. And we have a lot in common. And even in a world where um, so much is really trying to divide us and, 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 and tear us apart, we have a lot that unites us. And so often especially in the corporate world. Uh, I was with a, a, a corporate team recently um, and, and we, were, we were around a conference table sharing things that were really very vulnerable and very deep. Um, and and we, we found out things about the team that ordinarily wouldn't get shared around a business conference table. And, and I'm convinced that that kind of conversation, that kind of choreographing meaningful conversations is so important to team growth and to business growth that um, I, I just want to be able to share that with, with more people and with more teams. You know, we all, we all want to grow. We all want to express our you know, our, our fullest extent of our potential. And we, we've, we've got desires to, to expand, especially this, this time of year. We always think about New Year's resolutions. We think of New Year's goals. And, and so that's really the thing that are, that, that are common to all of us. We, we come to the, the end of a year. We come to the beginning of a new year. And we look into the future and we, we look at how can we do things differently? How can we do things better? How can we expand more of, of who we've been created to be? And so I, I was thinking about the forces in our lives and, and as humans that really connect us. And, and so I'd invite you to consider just a few things that I think are um, really unique to us as humans. And the first is our imagination, especially as we, we think about going into the new year and thinking about um, our goals, our, our aspirations. If you, if you want to use the, the, the word New Year's resolutions, you can, but I, I just really despise that word because I think it's got a lot of baggage around it. But, but if you want to be resolved and, and, and create goals and, and um, a, a sense of a new identity, it's going to take your imagination. And it really, when you think about it, imagination plays such a crucial component and a, and a crucial role in, in our communication. So whenever we want to convey something that's more complex or uh, a story or an idea, um, it, it requires us to use and engage our imagination because we have to use the, the pictures in our mind. Um, so oftentimes, if we're con communicating something that's abstract, we can we can use a metaphor. I love using metaphors, and so when I use a metaphor, that 
that I think a lot of people will will be able to um, relate to. It creates a picture in my mind that I want to be able to create a picture in someone else's mind. And so imagination is really so important um, to, to us as humans, and, and it unites us, and it brings us together. It's something that we all have in common. And the other thing that imagination does is that it, it bridges the gaps in our understanding. And, and just along those lines of communications, if I can create a picture in my mind, and convey that picture to your mind, it really kind of bridges the gap in, in what we're trying to communicate. So I think it, it's, a, it's a really important um, skill and it's a really important aspect that unites us together. It, it's also really important for problem solving and, and being able to think critically about a, a, a solution to a problem. Um, so oftentimes when we're faced with challenges and when we, we don't know really what to do, we have to engage our creativity. We have to use our imagination to come up with a solution that, that will, will overcome that, that problem. And the other thing that imagination does is that it, it fuels our goal setting. It fuels our aspirations because when we think about future possibilities when we when we think about what could be what we want what we desire we can then set our goals based on those visions those visions of the future those those aspirations and visions of aspirations of the future and and i think that when we when we think about um, setting goals based on those future aspirations, it creates a common ground for us. We all have goals. We all have desires, whether we express them or not. We all have these these underlying aspirations, and and for that we need our imagination. So, how do you really fuel your imagination? How do you get it kind of like online, so to speak? Well, there's there's a couple of things that that I, I've thought of that. I think um, are probably my favorite ways to bring your imagination online. The first is through questions, especially like, you know, what if, what if questions, you know, what if this, or what if that, but my ultimate favorite is how might we, how might we do this? How might we do that? How might I proceed forward? How might I overcome this challenge? That, that question just sparks all kinds of imagination and creativity. And, you know, I, I, I also have a couple of other things that I would uh, just recommend in terms of bringing your imagination online. The, the first is, and you've probably heard me say it before if you've listened for any time, but join a mastermind, join an inner circle group. We have, you know, multiple groups, multiple levels of groups. And, and um, those kinds of environments are ways that you can fuel your imagination. You know, Napoleon Hill talked about the, the generation of a third mind. When, when, when two or more minds come together for a common purpose in the spirit of harmony, then they create this third mind. And, and it's really unique. It's a unique way um, to engage your imagination. So join a mastermind, join an inner circle group. Um, if you have any uh, questions about that, feel free to, to email me, uh, david at davidmcglennon.com. Happy to uh, jump on a you know, discovery call with you 
to you know see you know which one might be right for you but but that's another way to bring your imagination online now another way to bring your imagination online is simply to daydream allow your mind to wander now i know that in this day and age where we are constantly addicted to our phones our devices and we're constantly being distracted by one thing or another and, and trust me, I, I'm guilty of this as well. I, I, I know that there are times when I'm, you know, reading some, you know, some article or I'm listening to a podcast and doing other things. And so it's really a it takes discipline to be able to just be where your feet are and and allow your mind to daydream. Now, one of the ways that I do this is nearly every day. Uh, I, I have two dogs, and so we have to get them out and get some exercise. And so just getting outside, um, oftentimes we'll go into the woods. We've got some woods close by, and it's just really a great way to allow my mind to just disengage. And the, the other thing I do, too, is sometimes I'll simply just stare out my window. I, I have a couple of windows here uh, in my office, got a window um, at the back of the house, and got a little bit of nature around us. And so I can just allow myself to just kind of like stare out the window and allow my mind to, to just disengage. And I, I would just invite you to take five minutes, just five minutes over the holidays to allow your mind the, the generosity of, of just being a, in a daydream state because I just think that that is something that we need more of, and it's definitely a great way to bring your imagination online. You know, one of the things that I discovered during my sabbatical this year was really a little bit, you know, better ways of, of, of daydreaming and better ways of allowing my, my mind to just kind of disengage and, and let my mind wander a little bit. So, Using your imagination is such a great tool that will unite us as, as human beings. And, and so it also helps us to, to find ways, to imagine ways that we can work together and, and work together better. You know, another thing that brings us as humans together is really the idea of belonging. Um, it's such a, 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 a great component of high-performing teams just being able to to seek love and seek belonging is such a human trait. And and you know what's interesting is our brains are even wired for social uh, connections. We we seek out these social connections. The the limbic system which plays a, a key role in our emotions um and and also the prefrontal cortex um, they're responsible for social cognition. They're interconnected and they drive our social behaviors. So this need for, for love and belonging is just so deeply embedded into our, our circuitry, our neural circuitry. And so um, belonging to a group or having close relationships is, is a way that contributes really to um, our sense of belonging and also our sense of personal identity. And, and so the social groups that we associate with help us to shape our, our self-concept and they also provide us a, a sense of purpose and, and meaning in life. So love and belonging 
really contribute to a, a positive self-image and, and really that formation of a positive self-image. So to the extent that you can recognize our need for belonging and also recognizing that human beings are emotional beings, social connections play such a crucial role in our emotional well-being. Now, I recognize there are some of us who um, like to, to be alone. Some of us are introverts. And, 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 and I would just encourage you to recognize that you know, being around other people all the time is not necessarily always health, healthy. Um, so being by yourself is a component of um, your own emotional well-being as well. But even if you are a, an, an introvert, um, being a part of some kind of a community, some, some, time, some type of group or, or having some social connections, that's really important to our development and it's a, a really important to our emotional well-being. So that, that love and belonging um, really fulfill our emotional needs and, and they provide comfort and they provide support and really a sense of security as well. And so I just want to encourage you to find ways that you can connect to a community, uh, connect to a group of people that, that support you, that, that fill that role of, of giving you that sense of belonging and that sense of love. So, you know, how, do, how else do you do that? How else do you improve those feelings of, of belonging? Well, you know, first and foremost, it's, it's a subjective feeling and it's a subjective um, thing. But here are a few ideas that I think, um, you know, are important and, and things that you can do to be able to improve those feelings of belonging. So the first, I, I, I said it in, you know, in, in fueling our imagination, but joining a community group, joining some kind of an inner circle group, a mastermind, having a sense of or a group of people around you that will help you to have that sense of, of community um, is so key. The second way that I think is really important as well is just volunteer. Volunteer for um, some group that aligns with your interests, aligns with your values, and 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 just give of your time. When you're doing that, you're going to have people around you in those environments that will give you that sense of belonging when you volunteer your time. The other thing I would say too is be very proactive in developing your relationships. Um, you know, in the, in the world that we live in, it's so easy to be quote unquote connected, but really not have any depth of connection. And what I mean by that is it's so easy to have, you know, a little bit of an online connection with our thumbs, but it's a different thing to be able to have a deep and meaningful conversation, human to human, face to face, even if it's just through FaceTime or, or um, you know, video chat. Um, it's, it's really important to have those um, relationships. So, so be proactive at, at building those relationships. The other thing, and you've probably heard me say this a, a ton, but building gratitude and, and practicing gratitude. When you practice gratitude, especially practicing gratitude for your relationships, what, what, you, what you do is you set off 
all of those those um, neurohormones um, in your uh, in your brain, those neurochemicals that you have in your brain, that the oxytocin, the serotonin, all of those things that contribute to your feelings of happiness and satisfaction. When you when you practice gratitude, those those neurochemicals just you know go go wild. And so I want to encourage you to practice gratitude. If you need any help with that, please reach out because I could give you some prompts. As a matter of fact, uh, I know last week in uh, my email to the community, uh, I, I shared some prompts to be able to practice some gratitude. So uh, reach out, we'll, we'll, we'll help you with that. Now, one of the last things that I'll share here today is just um, probably one of our first um, inner circles or our, our, our first sense of community is our family. And, and that's really the first place where we get our sense of belonging. And so the family unit really is the, you know, the first place that we've probably associated feelings of safety. Now, I know that that's not always true. So I know that there are people who have had very difficult times with their family. They've had difficult times um, and, and their family uh, hasn't, hasn't felt safe. I, I recognize that. But for really a great majority of people, um, families are just a place of creating that, that, that sense of safety, that sense of security, and that first sense of a place where, where, where we belong. And, and it's also just having um, a support system. That family unit is the place where we have a support system, and it really gives us that sense of connection and, and, and really belonging. Um, and that's the, that's really the first place as humans that we experience that. Now, the other thing that I wanted to share here today too, just the things that are uniting us, um, especially at this time of year, families are super important in these seasons of holidays because they provide a way for us to, to celebrate togetherness. Now, again, I recognize that not every family is is like that, and not every family um, has the dynamics of you know celebration or celebrating or wanting to even celebrate togetherness. I get that, but I think that that holidays in particular are typically seen as a time for togetherness, and so so to the extent that you can. Um, even be proactive with your own family. You know, reach out and 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 come together in some way, in some small way. Be 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 proactive with those relationships. Um, c- celebrate the seasons. Celebrate the holidays. Whatever um, whatever holidays that you're celebrating. Maybe you celebrate Hanukkah. Maybe you celebrate um, you know Christmas. Maybe you celebrate um, uh, Kwanzaa. Wh- whatever you celebrate. I would I would just invite you to get together with your family, share meals, exchange gifts if that's your thing, um, just enjoy each other's company. And when you do that, that shared experience is going to foster again just the sense of unity and the sense of, of belonging. But I, I, I do recognize and I know that families can be sources of great joy and they can also be uh, sources of great tension and, and also heartache. And and, and I recognize that there's a lot of dynamics when I talk about families, but I will say that families are a place where there's a common connection 
And, and oftentimes when I do um, a, a session around a, a team, uh, I'll use something called the family's his, family histories exercise. And it simply is, it's three questions. First and foremost, where did you grow up? Secondly, um, you know, how many siblings do you have and where do you fall in the order? And then the third question is, what's an experience, what's a unique experience or uh, something from your childhood that uh, was a unique experience or challenge? And um, that often will open people up. And usually I ask people to share something that perhaps their comrades at work don't know about them. And when we do that, what's interesting is all of all of those um, shares are just really become very vulnerable and allows people to get to know each other on a very human level. And what's interesting about families is it, it, it never ceases to amaze me that our families are a place that help us to feel united and and they give us that sense of connection. And so, um, again, just recognizing that families can be um, a, a source of a different dynamics. Um, but if your family of origin maybe has some difficulties and maybe you can't, can't connect there, I would just ask you or invite you um, to find a family of choice. You know, so oftentimes we have friends around us that um, we can reach out to and you can choose to be with friends who are like family and that that will give you that sense of um, just an ability to celebrate and and really an ability to to be together um, with them and and create that that sense of belonging so you know there are a lot of forces that are outside of our control and there's a lot of forces that are trying to divide us and so I would just encourage us all, if you're listening to, to this podcast episode, let's not allow those forces to, you know, to, to, to divide us or to be our focus. You know, if we want to grow, if we want to expand our potential, if we want to be more than we are today, if we want to expand and, and, and really help our teams grow, help our companies grow, and, and really just grow ourselves, let's be intentional about finding these aspects of, of really humanness that unite us. And let's focus on those things. Let's really ignite our, our imagination. Let's help each other to, to ask the questions, what if? What if we could do this? Let's, let's bring belonging uh, into our workplace. Let's help each other to feel like we belong. Let's help each other to have a sense of family and community so that we can learn and grow together. You know, uh, there's, a, there's a famous quote by a guy by the name of Wayne Dyer. If you've never listened to Wayne Dyer, um, back in my, my uh, Nightingale Conant days of, of the, the cassette tapes that I would throw into my uh, tape, cassette tape player, I, I would pick up you know, Wayne Dyer. I'd pick up um, Dennis Waitley. Um, I would pick up, of course, Tony Robbins and, and, and others from, from Nightingale Conant. But Wayne Dyer in particular had a quote that he said that when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And it's so true because there are, when we change our perspective, when we gain perspectives from 
other people, other individuals, people that have had different life experiences, it gives us a, the ability to see things differently and, and, and really be able to help us learn more about our potential, learn more about um, how we can learn and grow. And so uh, I just want to invite you during this season to uh, expand your, your horizons, expand your imagination, and, and really find ways that you can foster your sense of belonging and your sense of family so that we can create more ways to, to, to learn and to grow. Well, thank you, my friends. I appreciate you uh, being with me here again. Um, I know that this episode is going to go out right before Christmas. So um, have a very Merry Christmas. Um, Happy Hanukkah. Uh, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever you are celebrating in this holiday season. Happy New Year as well. Uh, I hope that your holiday season is, is just fantastic. And please join me again in the new year for another episode of In the Growth Space. And until then, be well, my friends.